I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? And play an improv game, if that sounds good to you. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Uh, guys, welcome to Breaking Backwards. We have just watched the episode Sunset. A very good one, I think. It, it's, it is a very good episode of television. It's wonderful. Uh, would have been probably a little more tense had we not seen that deposition scene, the next episode, where he describes the entire climax of this episode. So, <laughs> you know, um, something I want to bring up really quick, Meg, uh, the, the cousins. Uh, yes. I, I thought the actors were twins. Yes. And I was wrong. And yes. everyone's talking about it. Everyone? Everyone's talking about it. I have wow. found out something else that makes me kind of half right. The characters okay. are twins. Okay. I confirmed. Yeah. Okay. I thought you'd be like, oh, but you just kind of, okay, wow. I, I just, I, I don't, they don't look so dissimilar that it would be like out of the realm of possibility that those characters could be twins. That's true. That's true. Um, and they seemed like similar. They, it seemed like they did use identical twins in the flashback scene from the next episode with mm -hmm. uh, Hector. It's just when I saw him the first time, I was like, so they're paternal twins or fraternal twins? Mm -hmm. And you said identical. And I went, I did yell identical. And then <laughs> identical. And, then and you opened up your window. Uh, but I, uh, they're identical twins and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure is what you said. That is what I yelled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I said, unless I'm wrong, those just don't seem like the same, <laughs> the same genes copied over in two separate And I disagreed. <laughs> um, now that being said, uh, I looked up those actors on, IMDb and one has 70 acting credits and the other has 30 acting credits. So it seems like th while one wasn't initially much of an actor, he's he's leaned into it a little yeah. bit. I mean, yeah, once you're on one of the biggest shows in the world, it's like, why not? Yeah, why not mm -hmm. make some a living that way? Little yeah. cheddar. I wonder if they're yeah. in New Mexico or if they're in LA. I, who's to say? Who is to say? Anyway, yeah, fun episode. I feel like this one always gets kind of overshadowed by one minute, the more much more popular episode. But I like this one. That ending is incredible. I think the RV sequence. Which <laughs> that we'll is get to. that was something I had never seen before in my entire life. So that was very exciting. Yeah, uh, it was great. Um, but do you want to hop into it, or unless you want, I don't know, is there anything you want to say? I talked. A no, lot. let's hop. Let's hop right into hop this. In? Okay, sure. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it, it's either in New Mexico. Was that Mexican police or was that? It was seemed that like it was Border Patrol or something. Border I don't Patrol? Think that, I don't know. It didn't seem like uh, the Federales or Mexican police or whatever. It seemed like that it was in the United States because then they're like going on the walkie talkie, the radio. It's all in English. You yeah, know? that's true. He did go right to English. Okay. You, you yeah, that's true. He did go. Jesus. <laughs> You don't even edit it. <laughs> Sometimes I do when I have like a clean. I edited a lot of them out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and some of them, I some of them, I'm like, well, I, we talked over. I can't. Um, ah, fuck. Well, I'm not gonna edit that one out. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's true. They go right to English. Yeah, so that's why I thought might be. Uh, you know, I don't know the geography of New Mexico very well. It might be that they're, uh, you know, in that area. 
closest to the border. I don't I don't really know, you mm-hmm. know. But yeah, this guy sees uh some oh it's oh guys, I know where that is. It's on a Native American reservation. Oh, okay. Yeah, outside of Albuquerque. He's a tribal makes... police officer. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. That makes so... a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he's oh. like, he gets a call. It's like, hey, can you check in on these people? This little old lady hasn't contacted her her daughter in a while, and mm-hmm. her, her and he daughter goes, is nervous. And he goes, and he checks on her, and she's fine. And, then and that's, that's the, cold the open. end of the episode. And yeah. She... She she went. I'm good. Sorry. Was uh was cooking food and had headphones in. Didn't hear my phone. Yeah, my bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter. She worries. Yeah, she's like such a worry war. That daughter of mine. You know, a tribe's a close knit community, so I understand and I appreciate the camaraderie. But at times like this, I feel like she contacted you needlessly. Good day. <laughs> uh, and that's the end of it. And actually, mm-hmm. that's the end of the whole show. Yep. And that, uh, mm-hmm. this is yeah. the pilot. Weird pilot. <laughs> It starts off with two characters we never see again. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, so he checks in on the house and he it's all locked. Nobody's coming to the door in the inside. Guess what? There's that creepy doll from before mm-hmm. uh, around all those candles. And on top of that, um, some spooky specter people lurking about that, like, you never see uh or at least the tribal police officer never sees and then uh he goes to check in the back and he hears flies which mm-hmm. are never a good thing uh i've never heard flies on a tv show before and been like oh something great's about to happen uh and you know what was back there the little old lady yeah she's dead she was super well or tired I think she was dead because the flies were eating her <laughs> and oh, she wasn't right. going stop it that hurts yeah Unless she she was really tired. Yeah, that's true. And she also had a tarp over her. So that's a dead giveaway. That was a Uh, dead giveaway. Oh, and then he also saw a little drawing in the house of Walter. We did. Uh Um, You you get tired a lot. I know this about you. I do get tired What's the laziest thing you've ever done when you were tired? Laziest thing? Ah, I can't think of an example offhand. Um... I might have to cut this out because I literally I don't I can't I can't think like it's just so much it just affects the whole day. Um, uh, I so last night for example this is just the most you know a f- recent example I'm watching my friend's cat and she would woke me up in the middle of the night by just staring and purring at me really loudly and I was mm-hmm. like ugh and I tried to like bat her away and then she climbed up on my pillow and slept on top of my head and I went. <laughs> This seems fine. Yeah. And I went back to sleep. So, like, I should have probably done more to stop that situation. The the laziest thing I've probably ever done because I'm tired is I uh, canceling plans a lot, which is oh. just, like, because, like, it'll be after work. And I'm like, well, I'm going to rock out a quick nap. And then I'm like, oh, no, no, this is bedtime now. And canceling That's everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on some new medication right now that's giving me, like, making it hard to sleep. And that's a new world. Mm. Yeah. Oof. Mm. No fun. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I uh, I just in general have bad sleeping habits, so I yeah. was I don't like it. But when I was well, on ADD medications as a kid, forget it. Sleep was not happening. <laughs> well, I read all these studies that if you sleep more, you're better rested and like you function better. But then sometimes I do, and I'm still fucking tired in the morning and all sure. day. I'm just never like not tired. You should do a caffeine fast and see what happens. That's actually a really really good idea 
<laughs> I I haven't had caffeine intentionally in a decade, and uh-huh. uh, I got to tell you, I wake up like a million bucks every single day. So uh, I don't know. That's probably a really good idea, but it sounds it's so just, hard. It sucks for like eight days, and then you get used to it, and then you just drink a ton more water, which you already drink a bunch of water. I do so. wait, so not even tea, not even hot black tea. No, I don't drink any caffeine. Christ. What about um, Monster? <laughs> well, yeah, of course I have Monster. You have to have Only Monster. You... Uh, how do you function? I Well, you uh, before I take my uh, extra strength ex- Excedrin, uh, mm-hmm. I take it, chase it with Monster. Of Thank course. You. Okay. Yeah. You know there's caffeine in there, right? No. What? Yeah. It's like all it is. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So, wow. We learned something about you. No wonder I poop and sweat and... Mm-hmm. pee so much and shake and shake and shake and are always asking everyone to come over for a sleepover let's do a sleepover i got monster we watch movies all night uh man yeah i've been having adult sleepovers that sounded wrong i've been having sleepovers with my friends as an adult during the pandemic and it's actually not terrible it's it's kind of fun yeah they're fun and also you live kind of like off the beaten path a little bit from i think a lot of your friends so it's just easier to just crash when you're down there yeah. Also, I think uh, in terms of places to be during a global pandemic, right by the beach is is kind of nice, you yeah, know. Zombies can't swim. That's true. Also, there's like a lot of outdoor activities. Oh you yeah, can yeah, do. yeah, that, that's yeah. true too. That's probably the better excuse. Um, okay, so yeah. the, the tribal police about? officer is like, "Hey, you guys, oh, yeah. you come out here right now. I know you're bad boys." And uh, one of the brothers comes out. I don't, I'm not so familiar with these brothers yet that I know which I one think, is which. I don't even know their names unless I'm looking at this. Their names are Marco and Leonel, L-E-O-N-E-L. Don't know which one's which because they're twins. Okay. Identically so. Go on. Yes. Their names are interchangeable. Well, yeah. one of the twins comes out and he's like, I've got an apple and I'm very petulant. Mm-hmm. And the other twin comes up behind the guy while he's shouting and chops up the tribal police officer with an axe. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Violence, violence, violence. I think the thing I, I you know, you don't see much violence in this scene, but uh, the squishy noises during the dismembering is upsetting. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely unnerving, to say the mm-hmm. least. <laughs> it's like someone like squished a ball of jelly in a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, not the best, but fun. And then we get the first appearance <laughs> of uh, the condo, the famous shag shack that Walter White lives in. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize. Well, I, I don't know. This location is so... Uh, temporary. I didn't realize it was this temporary. Like, I think I saw it for the first time when he got too drunk that one. No, I'm not sure when I saw it. When I he was might, like, no, no, I think that was it. Because he was kind of like living back and forth with Skylar again at that point. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when his son comes to take care of him, I yeah. thought. Yeah. He and he's drunk. like d- drunk and depressed, basically. Uh-huh. Yep. And he took yeah. a bunch of pills. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Did he, he get beat up? Maybe it was getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Why was no, all... wait, why? What happened? Where his he's just like, if you're gonna come in, come in to his son, remember? Yeah, I remember that. I'm trying to remember why. It was it was the episode where Jesse's in Mexico. I know that. Oh, oh, oh. Uh the night before him and Jesse got in the fist fight and Jesse beat him up. <sighs> he that gets his it. ass kicked a lot. He towards... does. Him and Jesse it's... do. Yeah, I mean they kind of deserve it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least they didn't get shot in the fucking face, am I right? 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, Watt got shot in the tummy at the end, but that's by his own true. bullet. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Jesse never shot. Just beat to hell. Just beat to hell. Uh, but Skylar calls him and she's like, uh, thanks for signing these divorce papers. Tight. Also, she's also sad about it, though. She's got puffy cry lady face. Yeah. She's like, even though it's not going to work out, I still care for you. She doesn't say that, but. she He does apparently leave the divorce papers in the crib, which I thought was like, what a chump ass move. That guy's so fucking Pretty cool. petty. You think it's cool? You think he's <laughs> pretty cool? Like, hey, he gave her what she wanted. I don't know. How are you happy about this choice? How do you agree with it? I'm not. I don't. Know. I want to share an anecdote, but I don't know if it's too personal and it'll make you uncomfortable. Oh, do what you want to do. If, if you want it out in the world, go nuts. Uh, just important. She never files this paperwork. That we that's, find that out later. But that's sorry, go very on. What's true. your anecdote? I uh, I had this struck a nerve with me because, or maybe a chord, because uh, when I was going through the process of getting divorced, my ex-husband said he was going to set our wedding portraits on fire and try to get welding equipment to uh, destroy his, like, tungsten wedding band. And I was like, Jesus. cool, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, in place of where he has the where the wedding portraits were, he has like Jack Nicholson from The Shining, uh, cool. like like doing like the here's Johnny part, like a still of that. So uh-huh. I just think that when men do that symbolic shit, it's uh, like the ultimate form of like a temper tantrum, kind of. Yeah, yeah, no, not great, but. So I think Walt is doing a temper tantrum there. I don't know the context, but her saying, like, you left the divorce papers in the crib. Well, uh, in one week, we'll find out. And then we'll have a we'll have a big discussion on whether this was appropriate or no, I'm just kidding. You're going to hate Walt in the next couple. <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> divorce like, shenanigans wanted... in the upcoming weeks. Was it like his baby was about to put a fork in the sock and he's like, ah, where do I put these? Oh, I'll just put them in the crib. Like, there's no. <laughs> yeah, that was it. He just, yeah, he left them there. He's like, oh, shit. And then he had to run out. I just I don't there's nowhere else for me to put these everything else is covered in jam like yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know we just don't know yet we don't have enough information yeah mm-hmm. someday we'll find out I guess we'll find out yeah uh, I don't I don't think they explain that I think that's the one thing they don't explain yeah <laughs> I, I can't say much I'm just I'm sure saying, you if you like divorce shenanigans no then, one likes divorce shenanigans. Yeah, well, then this next few episodes are going to be for you. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's like, I, I'm i going to provide so much child support for you. It's mm-hmm. going to make you fucking sick. Yeah. And she's like, please don't. And he's I'm like, gonna, you can't help it. There's going to be money coming out of your fallopian tubes, girl. Is that too much? Should I cut that out? That was gross. No, money often comes out of my fallopian tubes. Okay, good. Sorry. Yeah, it's, it's like, a thing that you don't know about the woman's body because you're mm-hmm. a man, but uh, yeah. those are basically a little slot machine. Uh, I, said anyways, that, I, I said the word and I felt like, I'm like, am I allowed to say fallopian tubes? And I think I am. Yeah, fallopian tubes are okay. Okay, Just I don't, can say that. Don't like, ah, never mind. <laughs> Going down this path. <laughs> don't, very fun. Don't call it a girl's slit. Like, okay, that's, I, I think, the only thing you can't say. I was talking I about a totally sh- other area. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you're talking about reproductive organs on a woman, I think using the medically appropriate name is always fine. Mm-hmm. E- even at Christmas, uh, like during Christmas dinner, just talk about it. But, like, just don't use uh, raunchy old slang. Okay. Uh, and maybe don't say, like, you know, your old tubes. 
Your old tubes? Yeah, don't don't say it like that. <laughs> okay, I won't. That's good. That's good to know, because that's what I've been saying thus far. <laughs> How are your tubes doing, brah? Yeah, you tied them yet? That's yeah, a procedure, yeah. but it's worth it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, can you get your tubes untied? Sorry, you can't. No, you can't. Oh, once it's done, it's done. It's done. That's why, oh. like, I'm not saying that this is medically justifiable or um, whatever, but. I think because it's not reversible, that's why it's such a rigmarole to... because yeah, you can get... undo a vasectomy, right? You certainly can. Yeah. Well, this has been Tube Talk, and that's <laughs> Adam and Meg for you. Signing off. All right, let's talk about Breaking Bad. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, the, yeah, he shoves a bunch of money up her. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, please stop. And he goes, no, you're going to make... You're going to get so rich off this divorce... I'm providing, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's just horny. I think is the problem. Well, yeah, he's uh, doing classic bad guy shit of staring out a window. Yeah, and oh, then I... a realtor pops up because Kyler's like, "I gotta go by," and or he's like, "I gotta go bye bye," uh, and then a realtor pops up, and I bet he only has a few lines. Meg, would you like to know this realtor's name? Yeah. His name is Frank Bond, uh, and he seems what? Like a cool guy. Yeah, Frank Bond, not James Bond. Frank Bond, and it looks like he's still working a lot. He was in that show, Kidding. Uh, he was in The Guest, and he was in The Spirit, that movie from 2008. That no, oh god, but his best role, his very, his crown jewel. He was in The Spy Next Door, starring Jackie Chan as a waiter. Okay. Yeah. Great job, Frank. 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 Frank, Frank, Be a guest on our podcast. There's so many realtors on this show. You could be one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Frank tells him. Well, he's like, "This is just the floor. This is just the the floor model. You can't take this unit." And Walt's like, "Yeah, I can." And then that's it. Cocky bastard. Okay, so he he gets a he insists on getting that unit because he's a jag bag, Mm -hmm. and then. Uh, do we go right to him driving Junior to school? Or no, is that's the... that's a little bit later. We cut to um. There's a small scene where the cousins come and sit down at that. This is I mean we only need to talk about it once. This happens throughout the whole episode. The cousins come to the restaurant, Los Pollos Hermanos, and just kind of sit in Mad Mug, Gus, and all the employees there. Is it a little bit silly that they sit on the same side of the booth and not one over like opposite each other? I think it's a little cute. You think it's cute? Okay. I think it's a little cute. Yeah. And we can kind of do all these now. Yeah. They just, uh, throughout the episode, periodically, they're going to cut back and the the manager will be like, um, they're still here. And they'll be like, Gus is like, it's fine. But at one point, a lady walks up to them and is like, are you guys still sitting here? Uh, and they don't say anything. And so let's talk about her. Her name yeah. is G G G G Hisei, and G-G. it looks like she's just kind of the makeup person. That they okay, had. so they must have just been like, "Why, you know, take this in front of central casting? Yeah, let's just go ahead and like give it yeah, to Gigi." She got 16 credits as a makeup artist. She has 11 credits as an actress. Uh, yeah, I mean, she must be a well-liked individual on the on her projects. I in don't the know. T- in the TV series Crash, she played a hooker. That's cool. The TV series of Crash. Yeah, I didn't know they made a TV series of Crash. That Why would was, they do I, this? Was it based on the movie? Let's find out. Probably not. But was uh, Crash about hookers? 
Well, there was uh, Hooker Types, a spinoff of the Oscar award-winning film about racial tensions in Los Angeles. Okay, well, shit. And she I played a hooker pe- in it. People really didn't like that movie after it won, won Best Oscar. Picture. And but then, and then I thought people like were like, "Why did we do that?" Yeah, they did. I had a teacher who really liked Crash in high when school. I started working at Blockbuster like at the same week that came out on DVD, and I remember just having like a solid wall of just the movie Crash. <laughs> I didn't understand. I'd never seen it, so, you know. Yeah, I saw it once. It was okay. It was pretty good. It just all right? It seemed not good. Uh, <laughs> it didn't seem like the best picture. <laughs> um, okay, well, that was okay. Gigi Hayes. Gigi. Gigi. Very good with the eyeshadow. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, that's all of them, and we're done. That's it. That's it. That's all for the, the people, the, for the thing. The, the, the bit we committed to thing. a year ago. Sorry. I said that's all the people for the bit we committed to a year ago. That were... oh boy, it is coming up on a year now, isn't it? That's yeah. pretty exciting because yeah, we started pretty... recording. What it was like in February, I guess. Yeah. So we're coming up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There. Wowie wowie. Um. All right. But uh. So yeah, that's all that stuff. Um. Yeah. Then they go to Jesse's house and he's got some meth that he's giving to Badger and he's like, I don't do meth anymore, but you should do some. And let me, me watch some. you do some meth. It was very yeah. kinky. Mm-hmm. I was, it was kinky. It was hot. It was a little kinky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and his house looks good. I don't know. Not much to talk about here. <laughs> yeah, nice and clean, not raged to death by a party. Just a good-looking house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, good, it's good shit. And then he's like, we're going to be smarter. We're going to fucking... It's not going to be like before. It's not going to be like before with Combo. It's going to be, we're going to make a million dollars. We're not going to get too big for our britches. We're going to mm-hmm. keep it small and smart. And yep. here's the plan. You get the, the Winnebago fix. You get the supplies. Off you go. And they uh, disperse. And we find out that Mr. Hank Schrader is hanging oh, right. out in his part. Jeep on the yeah. street a couple blocks away. N- notably with working legs, we think, at this point. I, <laughs> there was a scene where they like go back to him in the car and he's just eating fast food and I was like this isn't going to help anything Fra- Hank yeah. like what are you doing my friend oh yeah god so good though fast love, food god I love getting a bag of fast food and opening up and it's just a little bag of presents I mean yeah I like fast food as well I just if I looked like Hank I probably would eat yeah. less of it you know oh he looks like he has diabetes or at least heart disease yeah I mean and he's not getting any younger. If you like to tell me that he's forty three, mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah, he. Looks I know 60. so many people in, in their forties, and yeah, he certainly looks like he's in his fifties or sixties. Mm-hmm. And he sounds he sounds like it too. It's like he's got <clears throat> he like grunt yeah. talks. So make better uh, diet choices. I don't know what to, to say. To be fair, I saw him in Starship Troopers when he was fuck probably in his what twenties or early thirties. Looks the exact same. So he was unhealthy then too. Yeah. I think he had a little more hair. As opposed to zero hair. So he yeah. had hair. <laughs> and then any I saw amount him, of hair. I saw him in something recently. The exact same. <laughs> okay. So Doesn't he's look just worse. The... <laughs> so maybe he'll leave a corpse that looks the exact same. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. But yeah, he's looking at him and he's like, what, what are they up to? So he's, he's got his eye on Pinkman. And we know where that eventually leads him because he beats him up. Um, and uh, yeah, the next scene is... Uh, it starts with Walt, like, making his lunch, and then he drives Junior to school, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't understand, you and I talked about this, but I find, while not economically that sensible, buying a lunch uh, at a busy day at work is just like a little treat you can give yourself to make suffering through work not as bad, right? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I also, though, maybe they don't want him like walking around outside too much. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Well, then, in that case, if he's like forced to be there every day that his lunch should be catered i agree yeah they have the money for it 100 percent. yeah um so yeah he has like a little shitty peanut butter and jelly yeah and, he, and he has like a packaged sweet roll or something like he has like a hostess treat in there as mm-hmm. well um anyways yeah, real shitty yeah and then his son is kind of like i don't really like getting driven to school just because you like uh feel guilty my friend used to drive me to school and now that can't happen anymore and lots like you caught me i feel guilty let me drive you to school, goddammit, essentially. Yeah. He's wearing just the, uh, Walt Jr.'s wearing the most 2005-ass shirt I've ever <laughs> seen. I loved it. It was like an American Eagle, like, had, like, a fake stained logo on it. It was great. Th- those collar polo shirts? Um, yeah. Big fan. I had a ton of those. I mean, that's lo- just, like, standard preppy kid, high school kid. Yeah decor like well yeah we yeah. couldn't wear it i couldn't wear them at high school because i had a uniform but um that's what mm. i wore on the weekends with my, and my little 15 year old boobies <laughs> fly around in them <laughs> i never make meg laugh that hard that's good well, why was, do you have boobies at 15 i was a little fat ass 15 year old really <laughs> yeah i had a little 15 year old boobies that was funny that was run, running around boing boing were you, was it like a problem? Like, were you like, this is this is a thing? Or were you like, no, because we I wasn't like, I was never like, oh, God. But like, <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, a little fat kid. I I don't know. I've seen like your your senior picture. You didn't seem fat. Well, I was 18. It was cut. So, did, so what Cut happened? like a fucking diamond. I think I started doing cross country and I lost a little bit of a little bit of weight. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But anyway, enough about my boobies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we get to see uh, this is the first appearance of one Gail Bedecker. Oh, Meg. gosh. And this it's a wonderful so appearance. Fair that this is how he's introduced. Uh, just sitting quietly. The first thing you see of Gail is his bald spot, which I was mm-hmm. like, you know, that... That was fine by me. I was in. I was into it. I've had a boyfriend with a bald spot. It worked out fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, there's just a lot I had to say about Gail being like a lovable meth cook. Uh, his reasoning is sound logic to me. He's like, hey, I'm gonna cook meth because people. Well, I guess I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Yeah, uh, jump ahead. This is one big scene. Do whatever you want. Go whatever. Like paint your picture. It just seemed like. Gail was super excited to be there. It seemed like Walt was pleasantly surprised by Gail and how efficiently things were running. They had this whole bit about the coffee that Gail makes, which is apparently the best coffee that anyone's ever had. Mm-hmm. I thought that I had no idea that like literally everything about this setup down to the fucking coffee was a Gail Bedecker invention. Mm-hmm. And that being said, 
it makes it all the more tragic, like how everything pans out for Gale, because he mm-hmm. really is just like, oh, I make a good living because I enjoy being in the lab and it's magic. I can make things happen. I'm basically a wizard and I feel OK about, you know, cooking meth because at least I know the people who consume my meth are getting the best possible product available mm-hmm. uh, instead of like some garbage that's mostly diarrhea. So <laughs> everything's great. Uh, and it seems like. Walt appreciates Gail's quirky behavior, and Gail even recites Walt Whitman to, oh, but, wait, how did, wait a second, I don't have a memory of Gail giving Walt the, Walter, Walt Whitman We never see it. He just, Walt Walt reads a Walt Whitman book later in this episode. I missed it. Oh, when he's sitting in the, when he's he's sitting sitting in his. Yeah, when he's sitting in the chair and Hank calls, he's reading a Walt Whitman book. It wasn't as called out to me as I needed it to be. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, they never. Even, no, when I watched this in real time, I was like, oh, he gave him a book? Like, no one. No one. Yeah. There's a small scene in season five uh, before Hank finds out where he, like, set, he, like, looks at the book. He's like, huh, this thing from the Gale days. Ah." Uh, (laughs) But it's not really called out either. And it's certainly never called out that he, like, wrote him a little, like, inscription or whatever in the middle. It just See, that seems pretty important. Like, I think that that should have been added and maybe that like i i that's too subtle for my taste i guess i i like it cuz it's not like i think if you would have called too big like cuz it the relationship they have here it makes sense that he would write him something like that but if they would have called attention to it i would have just been waiting for that shooter drop for uh, seasons yeah, and seasons yeah i suppose that makes sense maybe that's why i'm not Vince Gilligan no matter how hard i try yeah i'm not either and i've tried to steal his identity um, so I think I kind of canvassed that scene pretty well. You did a great job. Yeah, he may, uh, he, um, uh, he majored in x-ray crystallography, which Walt, the, the more thing is Walt really enjoys it too. And it makes it much more clear that the next episode, Walt's really fucking, a big fucking faker when he's trying to get Gale out of here. And clearly it, Walt doesn't want to get rid of Gale either. He just has to by necessity. Yeah. Cause he doesn't want to kill Jesse. Y- yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of bullshit. Like just him being able to justify killing Gale at some point to save himself or to save Jesse, to save both of them, essentially. Uh, he does so much to protect Jesse, and it really is just by a matter of months that he knows Jesse more than Gale at this point. Yeah, no, it, it is it is weird, but he just, he likes him. He likes the little fart. <laughs> well, and also to get, Jesse also said, like, threatened to, he was going to expose Walt if he ever gets caught. So a little bit of self-interest in that one. I, I understand that. But it's like, at some point, how do you... If I met somebody four months ago, I don't know the timeline, obviously. But it yeah. doesn't seem like we're now, uh, you know, in season three still. Like, mm-hmm. episode six. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you justify somebody you've known, at, say, most eight months, killing... A new nice person who will never, ever do anything to kill you. Uh, like, how do you... I just It doesn't make sense to me. I understand mm-hmm. at, why they end up killing him at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it just seems like had somebody... Had Gail met him two weeks before Jesse and, and Walt met, then all of a sudden he'd feel allegiance to protecting Gail over Jesse. Yeah, I just say yeah. Him and Jesse have just been through a lot. It seems yeah, and that, that yeah. might be a reason for it. And um, you met yeah. Ben Harp around the same time you met me. 
I met you a little bit sooner than you met Ben Harp. Would you kill Ben Harp for me? Um, <laughs> you can cut this out. I'm sorry. Uh, well, no, let me answer it. <laughs> well, if I don't kill Ben Harp, is someone going to kill me and you? Yeah. Sorry, Ben. You got to go. <laughs> Take that. I know you're listening to this, Ben. I would never kill Ben. No one would kill Ben. He's perfect. No one would kill Ben. He's so perfect. He's, He's so nice. Anyways, that was a He'd weird a example. Guest. I hope Ben Harp doesn't hold it against me and eventually plan to have me killed. Yeah, don't do it, Ben. Ben, please don't kill me. Ugh. All right. All um, right. Yeah, but it's uh, they. There's a like nice little montage where they make meth. That's kind of fun. They're clearly enjoy. They play chess. They did we talk about chess? That no. Yeah. Did you see him play chess? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, they play chess. It was fun. That's it. <laughs> it seems like they're little boyfriends for a second. Like, they seem yeah. to really enjoy each other. It, it was interesting. Like, when they finished their first batch together, Gail had thought ahead to get champagne. Like, he mm-hmm. seems like a considerate guy. You wrote you in all caps when he said he was a libertarian. Yeah, he said he's a, a libertarian. And he's like, so, and that made me go like, eh. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't seem to be... <laughs> putting it down anybody's throats it yeah, seems like that it's, was nice you know that seems okay but anyhow so we're we leave the lab and are we back at hank watching where are we at i don't know that was just a shot in the dark um yeah he was uh yeah we leave the lab and uh yeah hank's eating a bunch of fast food and marie talks to him on the phone and, and he's so annoyed that she <laughs> checks in with him i hate it Yep, and I think this call is literally only there to set up that he has a special ringtone for Marie. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, cause like do because we hear that later in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's just a little subtle piece of filmmaking from them. Do you think there's any part of him that like blames Marie for existing <laughs> for losing the Winnebago at all? Possibly. I mean, like misguided uh, as it were, but yeah. Also, is this does this mean that the first time he saw Marie since thinking she was like on life support was when he saw her in the elevator? I just realized that. It. I'd have to watch that again because it seems like to me it seemed like from the time he beat the shit out of Jesse. There was a night in between that. So uh, presumably he would have gone home before he did the deposition because he did the deposition during the daytime. Um, yeah. Because it know. seemed like he gave the, the it seemed like the ambulances showed up at nighttime with mm-hmm. Merc- Mercer or whatever there. Merker, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like that was at night. And then he gave the deposition in the morning at DA headquarters. So I feel like maybe they saw each other that night and she was just coming after work to hold her giant bald baby yeah um, i don't know i like the idea that the elevator is the first time he saw her and he was crying because he was happy she's okay so i'm gonna stick with that oh you don't like think that. he was crying because she was he, well, he just well, went through the ringer <laughs> a lot he was crying for a lot of reasons but also because his wife's okay man and he was sad that he might lose her oh yeah i like that i'm gonna keep with that <laughs> ew okay. gail's a libertarian gross um, <laughs> you don't talk about my husband like that no um <laughs> So uh, then, all right, we are. Oh, oh, she tells him, hey, maybe someone, you know, someone who maybe knows Jesse and maybe you could reach out to is the her big thing also. 
Yes. And so that's when uh, Walt gets a call, I guess, while he's reading Walt Whitman and Mm -hmm. thinks like, I know you tried to buy weed. I don't even care about that. But you got to tell me, how can I find this Jesse Pinkman? Because I think he might be selling meth now out of a Winnebago. <laughs> uh, and Hanks is, or Walt's is like, I don't, I don't know. And then hangs up and immediately gets, tries to call Jesse, but realizes his phone might be tapped. And then he calls, uh, you know, Saul. And Saul is like, oh, what's the big deal? Everything's fine. Let Jesse go down for this. Uh, and then when Walt explains, like, no, it's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Then Saul goes, ah, blow it up. Get rid of it. What are you doing? Go, go, go. Now, now, now. Oh. Yeah, he's like, it's RV sized, which is a fun line. Yeah. I do love that look when he calls Jesse, and Jesse is typing on a sick ass clear calculator. He's cool. And just crunching numbers. And, uh, <laughs> doing math. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Walt just is like, mouth agape, and Jesse's saying hello. And he's like, uh, uh, and just hangs up right away. Yeah. Because Jesse knows it's him. Yeah, he says, Mr. White, hello, yeah. uh, which already is like, you're if if his phones are tapped, you're already, yeah. you know, involved in that. So clearly his phones were not tapped, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But then... I don't get... Yeah, I don't get how Walt knows... Because, okay. Yeah, how they, does he know this next part? Yeah. Oh, oh, I think I... I think I do know how he would know that. Is this also... Is this piece of man that's the mechanic is he someone we see again he is someone we see again because he is uh, that is a man right there i'll say this right it's badger's cousin that's oh, how okay yeah i don't know if i yeah fuck it uh it's badger's cousin that's how we know him i don't know how walt know, knew to go there yeah that's that's some a question i just had as well so okay yeah. that's good it's not just that i wasn't paying attention because sometimes i get distracted by like a box of chocolates or this cat <laughs> so yeah and all it says is walt races to the repair yard I'm trying to remember if Walt would know where that is, but then he would know the big brawny man, and he doesn't. Um, mm-hmm, Maybe he it. just drove around ABQ until he saw Winnebago. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he could have. Is Albuquerque big? Wait, maybe... Nope, I don't know. I really yep. don't know. Albuquerque's pretty big, right? I'm certain it's huge, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a big city, right? Yeah, I've yeah. been through it. It's big. It's bigger than, like, Wilmette, Illinois, right? Yes. Okay. Then, yeah. It's probably even bigger than Naperville. Oh, wow. Do you think it's bigger than Des Moines? Yeah, I think it might be bigger than Des Moines. Why don't you check that up? Let's see what's a bigger market, Des Moines or, or ABQ. Um, or first, population or geographically? Uh, I guess population. Population? Okay, so, all right, we're going to do this. Des Moines population is, and keep this in your hat, as of 2018, wow, not a lot of people there. Um, 216,853. Okay. Okay. Al, be, population, 560,000. So double, basically. So double. Okay, so Albuquerque's two Des Moines in size. Got it. Yes. Okay. Um, well, now we know. Now you know. And we can move on. I, After- I wasn't able to move past that, so thank you for uh, cooperating. Uh, yeah. But, okay, so... Basically, Badger's annoying his cousin while his cousin, this just mountain of a man. Did you is, think he was hot? Or yeah, did, that's oh, okay. a hot brawny but guy. But you don't like that kind of guy. You like Gale. 
I like Gail. I like I can I can like, more like all than types one of guys. Type of guy, you know? Yeah. Okay. I get that. I mean, I I appreciate like a hunky guy. I like a mm-hmm. hunk. Mm-hmm. I just I the hunks. I'd have nothing in common with them. If I found True. a hunk that was also a dork, then I think I'd be married tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I get just you. I I can't work. I'm too you much li- of a spaz. You lift weights. You're a hunk. Yeah, but I'm also a complete spaz and so oh, any yeah, man true. that has any amount of confidence i'm like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to behave and i act really yeah. awkward it's uh, weird i don't any guy in general that i like am attracted to and find intelligent i like can't behave in a way that they would ever find attractive i just get too nervous uh mm. but any man who i just think is a dweeb uh that i don't find attractive Almost always falls in love with me because I'm so naturally charming. And also I have True. no, uh, there's no horse in that race. I don't find them attractive. So I, yeah. there's no stakes for me. I, I can just be myself. And that is why I'm, I, uh, yeah, that's why I'm in predicament I'm in right now. Yeah, same. Yeah. Couple of single bingles right here. Coast to coast singles. Being yeah, baby. singles. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, he runs there. I do love the line when Badger's like, what about Jesse? He's like, what about him? It's <laughs> kind of kind of bitchy. Yeah, just stalks off and takes him to the junkyard, takes uh-huh. the Winnebago, and then of course Badger gets on the phone immediately and is like, "He's gonna blow up the Winnebago," and mm-hmm. so Jesse, you know, peels out of there, uh, followed quickly by Hank, and mm-hmm. uh, when we're in the junkyard and Walt is telling. What's Junkyard Joe? What's his name? Uh, credit Old Joe. So old you're, Joe. Fine. you're very okay. close. <laughs> old Joe. He's telling Old Joe all about like it needs to be obliterated and like don't worry, this is going to be deconstructed. It's going to eventually end up to be patio furniture in Japan. Like don't worry about it. Uh, and then of course Jesse comes in while Walt's going through and uncovering all the like bags of Funyuns and stupid bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse is like, you can't do this. We're we did this together. We're partners, yo. What do you think you're doing? And then was it? Oh, sorry. Was it interesting for you? Because like, you've heard about this RV a lot. Um, You were a person alive in the world when like the first two seasons were on, and this RV was like a huge part of all the marketing. Um, So like, this RV is still when I go to like post an Instagram story that like we have a new episode up, like. Basically, all the gifts are just of this fucking RV. So oh, really? I'm very aware of this RV. Yeah. And like, it's just like a such a pop culture phenomenon. Like, I have a friend who has a Bounder RV and like has kind of tried to make it look like identical to the RV. It's just like a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's wild to me just watching it this way. And I, I never really realized that it's like even before the halfway point of the show that they destroy the RV. Yeah, I mean, that's that's why I had the same kind of thought of these cousins who you're like, these cousins, you've seen the cousins, huh? And it seems like the twins, like, that these are a big deal pair of mm-hmm. characters. But, like, they, for over half of the show, they've meet, met nothing. And I really haven't, I've ne- you don't even know their fucking names, yeah. you know? It's like, yeah, Tuco, Gus, you hear about these people, but you never hear, I mean, Mike. Um, I've heard about Gale probably on more episodes than he actually appeared, you know? Yeah, well, it's because he becomes the big, like, thread of evidence that Hank pulls. Mm. Uh, but, I get... mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like they don't seem that fucking important, even though they shoot up Hank and cause him to be debilitated for the rest of the se- series, essentially. Yeah. Like, those guys in general don't seem that important, but they are, you know? It's weird. Uh-huh. Oh. But now you're doing it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um. 
Fucking, what were we talking about? Jesus Christ. We're talking about the RV and oh, yeah. it getting well, destroyed. Yeah. And it's gone now. <laughs> yeah, I felt similar. I felt similar when he got rid of the Pontiac Aztec in like the somewhere in the fifth season. And you're like, I that Aztec's such a big part of the show. <laughs> um. So uh, just as Jesse arrives, Walt's like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. And of course, you see Hank right outside, and he's like, "Come out!" He's trying to get in. It's kind of like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, where like somebody's trying to break in and they're hiding. It's like the it reminded me of Signs in a way. That scene yeah. in Signs where they're trying to break. You watch the aliens try to break into that the house. That's a good pull. It um, was a good you, pull. Was this scene enjoyable? Even though like you you've had this scene described to you by Hank in the next episode. Was this still kind of fun to watch? Or? Yeah, it was still fun to watch because I think Hank is fun to watch. You know, yeah. I just there's something about that character in general where he's just so fucking sure of himself that mm-hmm. like you see him going up to the Winnebago and he looks like he's about to have the time of his life fucking with this thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I found that enjoyable, you know, and I definitely I, felt a little bit of suspense though. I knew how everything was going to end up. Yeah. I loved the old Joe knowing his shit about probable cause. Cause I don't know if you, about you, but I at a lot of like high school parties, there was like kids who were just into like harder shit, which for me was like weed at the time. Um, <laughs> And, like, knew all the shit that if they ever got pulled over, like, what to expect and what they were allowed to say and would, like, brag about it at parties. I don't know if you knew anyone like that. No, I guess, yes, and I certainly did know people like that. Uh, I doubt those kids would have been capable in the moment of being so petulant. Like, I doubt they would have been able. Yeah, (laughs) this old man, he doesn't give any fucks. And he Mm -hmm. was also, like, not passionate at all. He's like, hey, what are you doing? Have you thought Mm -hmm. about this? Uh... I've been in situations where, like, I'll, I feel fine disclosing this, where I knew I was within my rights and couldn't say anything because I, I feel like if I had that ex- that experience somewhere with somebody, like, where I was arguing about, like, somebody's right to open up my stuff, mm-hmm. um, I would then ultimately, like, lose my temper and feel ashamed and never want to go back to that place. So, like, one time I was going through, like, the security at... Um, Halloween Horror Nights for to go to like Universal to go to the park and mm-hmm. I had a like a, a vape pen and they they were like we know there's weed in here and I was like oh really and they're like yeah and you can't bring it in the park I can open it up right now I'm like you're a fucking like mall security guard you can't open up shit and test my drugs <laughs> but I didn't want to get in that fight with them so I was just like I'm just not gonna go in and I just took my stuff and left because oh. you know like also it's completely legal here there's no reason why but they're saying like i know what's in here and i'm gonna test it like pretty sure you can't fucking do that like you need a warrant to open my things uh Mm. like anyway sorry uh i love that i can't i can't personally even though i grew up with cops i can't be disrespectful to them or like argue my rights like i i would just be quiet or like whatever (laughs) it seems like the best course of action yeah, it seems like Close. just just be quiet and just try to not cause trouble, you know? Yeah, except for this very specific circumstance. Yeah, this, this one you have television. to do it, but yeah. Well, yeah, because the whole tension is Walt's in there. He knows Jesse. He knows Jesse's in there. He has no idea Walt's in there. I thought this might be when he finds out in the show. Really? And then just the show would take a totally different turn. Um, That's so interesting. Going forward. Um, and that would be like the cliffhanger of him like, oh, be like, Walt. He'd be like, hi, Hank. And then. <laughs> they kiss? Hi, Hank. And they kiss? Yeah, I thought that was going to happen. Yeah, that um, makes sense. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that he pulls off the tape, and uh, he's like, how did you know the bullet holes were there before you removed the tape? That's right. Probable cause must be readily visible. And then my, fa- <laughs> my favorite line is, huh, there's a person in there. Because <laughs> he never revealed that. He just held, he's like, all right, not, don't reveal any information uh, that isn't already available, which is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, that was interesting. See, that is a great character. They do a really good job on this show of just, you know, writing and casting these eccentric looking people. I feel like the mm-hmm. only really like standout eccentric supporting character they have that's female is Francesca. But correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, I can't. Because <sighs> they, they come up with these very juicy like old joe and gail and even badger and skinny pete and they're just these like big goofy characters and then francesca is like the only like sass ass uh that i can think of right now that i haven't met yet you know you'll see a little bit more wendy oh yeah Um, wendy my bad does lydia count does who lydia the the, i don't uh... i mean she's definitely like type a but i don't find her fun to watch you know what i mean and Marie's too much of a main character. Yeah, though she is yeah. pretty eccentric. To, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of any either. Yeah, not they don't write a lot of women on their show, except the the two they do, they write real good, but then... Yeah. Yeah, but there's not a lot of side characters that are women, unfortunately. Yeah, it's too bad. Uh, too um, bad. Sorry, guys. <laughs> we would change it if we could. We, we want there to be more. Uh, so yeah. uh, then during that time, he's like, all right, fine because there was some arguing over whether it was a vehicle or a domicile and eventually he's like fuck it i'll get a warrant he goes back into his car and he gets a dang phone call and he's Mm -hmm. like hello uh because a a moment before walt calls somebody we don't know who and it says i need some you're gonna have to help us out here and then Mm -hmm. uh hank gets a call and it says your wife's been in a bad car accident get there now and he takes off he leaves uh, and you see him at the hospital screaming at everybody, and guess what? Marie calls him on the phone asking, like, this is a tone my mom would certainly have if she was trying to make me feel guilty. Like, I <laughs> uh, just want to know, should I plan on having you home for dinner or something like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's like, you're okay. Why wouldn't I be okay? Um, there's one moment I love in the RV when um, Walt tells Jesse to say, this is my own private domicile and I will not be harassed. And Jesse adds bitch to it. Yeah. And that's funny, but funnier is Walt makes like this, what are you doing, kid? Like face. <laughs> that's really, it's Brian Cranston at his best. That should have been his Emmy clip. That yeah. Just, you can't see me do it, listener, but just, that's a look I've made a million times <laughs> to like coworkers, improv classmates, a million people yeah. <laughs> throughout my life. That's funny. Uh, I, I generally do find while getting exasperated annoying where I'm like, you you caused all this, friend. Like, you choose the people you bring into your life. Uh, <laughs> but when Jesse is being, like, a pain in the ass, it is funny to watch people get annoyed of him. You know, because he's probably yeah. only, like, in his early 20s here, right? Yeah, and he's a lot more squirrely than he is later on when he has a little more baggage. Yeah, uh, he right now it seems like... God, I can't imagine what he's like in the very beginning of the series where he's, like, experienced no death and, mm-hmm. uh, n- like, all the run-ins with the cops are almost kind of like misdemeanors and he's got, got nothing really riding on getting out of the scot-free. He must be really difficult to deal with, you know? No, <laughs> no, no amount for- of humility at all. 
I forgot he suggests they ram him. They're like, let's just ram him. Let's ram the car. Make her. Now nah, he'd shoot me in the head. No. Nope. <laughs> so fun. It's such a. I love the. Yeah. I. I, I will. I, I will go on the record saying I like this sequence more than the final sequence in one minute. Even though that one's a lot more dramatic because like the stakes are quite a bit higher. I, this one's just fun. Yeah. This one. Yeah, I think that's what lets you enjoy it more is the fact that you're not worried about seeing like someone like Hank get killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're 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 sure that everyone's gonna get out of this okay. You're yeah. worried about Walt being caught, which is like kind of that is kind of the big thing you're waiting to happen the entire series. Yeah, you're like, eventually you're gonna get caught. We don't know how. We don't know why. Um, don't don't we don't know now that it's gonna be two years on the toilet. Hank will catch you. <laughs> but, but eventually it will happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he drives away, and then they get out pretty quick after he drives away. Too quick. Um, yeah, like, and... he's, his, like, dust from the back tires hasn't even settled before. They're like, okay, so he's gone then? He's all the way gone. Like, you can still hear him peeling out, essentially. Mm-hmm. Which is, everybody knows, the wrong time to get out of the Winnebago. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and then they crush, they crush the RV, and it's very fun. I... I know this is silly because it's probably all just not a real RV anyways. Or if they did for some reason destroy a real RV, that would have been funny. But it looks so light, like how it was hoisted <laughs> around on the forklift, you know. I bet they destroyed a real RV or maybe the casing of one. Yeah. And maybe that's why it looked light. But I don't, forklifts, they, they can lift heavy things. They can. It's true. That's the science. Hydraulics. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh-huh. That's 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 what it is. It's That's yeah. the science. Yeah. I, I love it. Physics. Yes. Pick up a textbook, listener. <laughs> uh, and then I almost was like, oh, it's over, but it's not over. There's one more scene. We get to we see a Volvo. We gotta set up the next episode. Yeah, we get to see a Volvo peeling through the desert at sunset. And Wait, Gus has a Volvo? Yeah. He's is is got that a... the same car? Sorry? Wait, is that the same car Gail has? No, Gail has a Subaru. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Wait, what were you about to say? You were excited to say something. I don't know. I I think it's interesting that Gail has, or I'm sorry, Gus has like a a Volvo minivan or a station wagon, essentially. Yeah, it's a station wagon. He's got kids. Does he? (laughs) (laughs) We think he's got kids. He might have kids. He says once he has kids. Says one time he has kids. Nary head nor hair of them have been seen. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I don't know. I would love it if they just, in some random episode, one just came out of the, like the rooms like Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if he was like had somebody over for dinner and then he's like, "Oh, uh, hold on a minute, I have to pay the wet nurse," and like he has <laughs> to like give some woman like two hundred dollars who just like nursed both his kids. Um, that would be cool, uh, mm-hmm. but alas, I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but basically they like. He talks to the brothers, and he's like, hey, you can't kill Walter White. Until and I'm done working with him, at least. Yeah. And he and he goes on later to extend his contract indefinitely. I think Gus legit thinks. He's like, I'm going to work with Walt forever. Walt's sick. I love him. Yeah. It. I mean, do you, do you think he thinks that, or do you think he just is so in control, he knows that at any point he could take care of the situation? No, he's, he likes Walt a lot until Walt runs over the two drug dealers. Mm. Yeah. And then after that, it's like, no, no. And then he tries to turn Jesse into his, his, main, his main man. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, but, but, I don't want you to leave here without a little snack. So, kill Hank Schrader. 
yeah, go heal, kill that ha- DEA agent. And they go, mm, sounds good. And that's that. Yeah, well, yeah, they're like, DEA's off limits. He's like, but dude, you're in America. You can do whatever you want here. <laughs> yeah, this is, you can achieve your dreams here. Uh, and that is the resolution of the episode. And that's yeah. what leads into the episode we recorded last week. Yeah, twice. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's no, it's funny. Uh, guys, that lost episode, you'll never hear it. Yeah, you really won't because I recorded over, I named the file the same name as oh, right. like one minute twice. So <laughs> guess what? That, that audio is really gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, mine's still there somewhere. I don't know. Um, but okay, Meg, what grade do you give this episode? I mean, I'd say this is an A- minus for me. I, I like yeah. the ending a lot. You know, I liked... Mm-hmm. Uh, every yeah, I like the ending a lot. What can what's a girl to do? I like the oh, ending. I thought you. So I thought the highlight for you would be the the just the long gale sequence. Where I mean, I like the long gale sequence. I do like that. You know, mm-hmm. that's fun. Um, where do you think the ringer ranked it? Seventeen. So I think this should be ranked much higher than it is. It's thirty three. I'm so bad uh, at guessing these. It's no, funny. I mean, there's no. I I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have guessed like nine. Really, I think this is like all-time classic. Uh, I love, I love this episode. I love that ending so much. Um, so it's such yeah. a close call. It seems like the Ringer always prioritizes those like really close calls where they almost yeah. get found out. So that's why I thought it was as high as it was as Me I too. named it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's I fuck. It might be the closest call. I'm, I'm thinking back until he actually gets caught. I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. Who knows? Oh, no, there's a few more close calls. Okay, I'll shut up. Um, yeah, is there any, I don't know. Is there anything else we need to talk about, or is that, did we do it? I think we did it, and I think we did yeah. it right on time. Look at us. Right on time. Uh, there's, no, there's no law that says each of these have to be an hour, but that kind of seems to be our sweet spot. It can, yeah, it's interesting how it just turns out that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well. Well, until next time. A very fine Heisenberg, Heisenberg to, to you, you, fair listener. listener. Bye. Bye.